You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 112. When I give workshops on how to listen well, I like to give examples of both good and bad listening. I usually use samples of both from Facebook posts or catchy cartoons, but these are just visual. What I really would like to use for examples would be video clips from both ends of the listening spectrum. Sometimes movie excerpts will work for this, but the best examples are from real-life encounters between people. For example, if Janet and I are in a restaurant or a crowd of people, I will sometimes say, you know, I wish I could make a video of those people over there and how they're engaging with each other. We run into all kinds of bad examples of people talking over each other, drawing attention to themselves, quickly changing the subject, and missed opportunities for connection. These are all too common. But I recently witnessed a brief but beautiful interaction between two strangers at a high school graduation party I sure wish I could have recorded. It would have made my highlight reel of how to listen well. So stay with me now as I describe what happened because it will give you an idea or two for how you can listen well to the people in your life. Before I describe the story of this interaction, I want to share a response from a listener to episode 106, the one entitled, How to Have a Great Family Vacation in 2021. Here's what this listener wrote to me in an email. John, good morning. Thanks for today's podcast. Where were you 25 years ago? This would have served me well then, and it will serve me well going forward. Well, I certainly appreciate that. This is the episode where I offered a free downloadable PDF entitled Five Keys to Making Your Family Vacation the Best Ever in 2021. If you haven't gotten your copy, just go to the show notes and click on the link. Okay. Now for today's story of great listening. Let me set the scene for you. We were in South Carolina to attend our grandson Nathan's high school graduation. It was a a great event, a real marker in the life of our family. Later in the day, his best friend's parents invited all of us to their house for a small graduation party. It was just two extended families getting together for the celebration. I didn't know the host at all. I'll call him Dave. Dave was a really nice guy. During the afternoon, most of us were in the backyard, and Dave took a break from cooking on the grill, and he sat down on a patio chair to rest for a bit and to talk with his guests. Well, in doing this, Out of the blue, just out of the blue, he wistfully remarked the following. I remember nine years ago, 
I was on the campus of my alma mater, thinking that someday my son, Jason, uh, that's not his real name, but we'll call him that. He was thinking, someday my son, Jason, will leave home and will be walking on a campus just like this. Now, in just a few months, that's actually going to happen. I'm not ready for this. Hmm. I'm not ready for this. At first, there was no response to this heartfelt expression of loss. I'm not ready for my son to leave home for college 700 miles away, which is where he was going. There was just silence from the guests, myself included. I started remembering how I had similar feelings as Dave when our kids went off to college many years ago, and now just last fall with our twin grandsons. I was flooded with remembering the initial sadness and how I wasn't ready for it either. But I also remember the joy that eventually followed. I remembered it being a little bit like death, this very stark jump from one stage of parenting I was quite comfortable with to an entirely new stage that I knew nothing at all about. I really felt for the guy. I really felt for Dave. Breaking the silence was my wife Janet's response to Dave. Again, a complete stranger. She said the following. Yeah, yeah. And then when they come home for a weekend visit from college, sometime on Sunday afternoon they announce, well, I guess it's time for me to head back home. Home? Your college dorm room is now home? What about this place? Isn't this your home? Hmm. Well, in thinking about Janet's response, I thought it was a great example of the aura principle that we've been talking about, O-R-A, observe, remember, act. In terms of observing, Janet paid attention to the words Dave spoke, but also to the feelings he expressed in saying those words. She observed them in his body language. He was clearly grieving. He was feeling the loss of his son. Life will not be the same in just a few months. That's what she observed. Then we come to R, remember. In responding to Dave, Janet later told me that she was very intentional about applying what she learned in the book, I Hear You, the book that I reviewed in episode 105, How to Listen Better. And if you go to the show notes, I'll have a link to it uh, if you're interested in getting that book. It's really a very good book. I'll also have a link to that particular episode, 105. Besides remembering the principles of the book, Janet remembered what it was like for her when our kids went off to college. She remembered her feelings, which allowed her to more closely identify with his. She remembered. And then finally, she acted. O-R-A, A for act. Janet acted by putting into practice the central thesis of the I Hear You book by affirming Dave's feelings of loss and sadness over bringing to a close 
the only chapter of parenting he knew. Her comment about when a child starts calling his dorm room home and how surprising that is to a parent showed she understood Dave's feelings. She normalized his emotions, which is a very powerful way to affirm what someone is feeling. And she did it without saying, that's normal. Instead, Janet showed Dave it was normal by her comments, which so aligned with his. She refrained from interjecting her story into his. She refrained from reliving that painful part of parenting. That's an action that she took. Janet kept the focus on him by keeping it off of herself. She did the hard work of refraining from giving advice and just being quiet in this really tender moment. She acted by holding back advice like, You'll get over it soon. It's every parent's job to guide their child to independence. You know, all that stuff we've heard. <laughs> and, and, then it, and then it reminded me a quote from W.C. Fields, of all people, that I just recently came across about this idea. He said, never miss a good chance to shut up. <laughs> never miss a good chance to shut up. You know, that is, that is a very significant action to take, and it's, I think it's sometimes a lot harder to be quiet than to actually talk. So, what, what does all of this mean for you? How can you use what you've learned today to improve the relationships in your life? Well, here are just a few ideas. Lots of people are like Dave this time of year, thinking about their child going off to college. Be kind to them. Be kind to these people. Watch out for them. You know, it's not like sending your kid off to kindergarten, where you get him on the bus at 8.30 in the morning, and the child is back by noon or, or 3.30. Uh, it's not like that at all. It's really, it's really quite different. Another thing you could do is to listen to episode 69 when our kids go off to school for the first time, especially if you haven't listened to it before. I offer the suggestion in that episode to call a parent who just got back from taking their kid to college and hauling their boxes of stuff into their first dorm room and to simply ask, how did it go for you? To acknowledge that this is a significant life event or just about any family. Another thing you can do is also send a card or a note in the mail that says something along the lines of, I've been thinking about you and praying for you as you process and name the child heading off to college for the first time. I imagine it might be difficult to end one chapter of parenting and entering this new unknown one. Something like that. You know, we, we all have opportunities to bless people with our words, and God can use us in this capacity. Take advantage of these opportunities. Well, finally, here's, here's the main point of today's episode. The first thing to do to listen well to someone is to affirm their feelings without presenting a silver lining 
to their dark cloud. The second thing is avoid interjecting your own story into theirs. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. Just send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org. You can also share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. I'm especially interested of any experiences that you've had as described in today's show and how you handled that experience. In closing, if you found the podcast helpful, please subscribe if you haven't already done so. You can help us to serve more people when you leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's all for today. I do look forward to connecting with you again next week. Goodbye for now.